All right, we are back after a short break. We went almost an hour, dude. Yikes. Almost an hour. That's good stuff. We literally accomplished nothing. No. <laughs> in one hour. No. But Don't say that too loud, though. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'm super pumped that you decide to stay. I know that uh, it's getting later in the evening and that you don't live super close. It's not like you're right down the street. Worth it. Um, I'm fired up, man. I think yeah. we, I think we got something. I think we, uh, I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to share. Uh, let's ring the bell and kick it off. Bong. <laughs> <laughs> As it gets later, we get crazier. Exactly. I like that. Um, no, I think I, I think we do. I think that we were just kind of chatting during the break of like the mediums of communicating and uh, before I used to write and it would be kind of a labor intensive process, but I think I, um, I got my thoughts out there a little more clear. Right. The problem with that is like it was, it was kind of introverted. So you'd just be inside your own head kind of clarifying your thoughts with this. It's really cool because you get to, you get to jive with somebody else. Right. And I think the how crazy is it that 30 years from now, you can actually go back, which I think would be maybe a fun thing that we do at the end of this, is like, what do you now tell your 60-year-old self? Interesting. Wouldn't that be crazy? Now, yeah. you're going to literally be able to do that. You're going to be able to recall this. I mean, unless it doesn't record, which, I mean, could be a possibility. Yeah. Or 50-50. <laughs> if this is actually recording or not. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm super grateful that you decide to stay because I think I think we're on to something. I I think we are. I think we're bouncing a little bit. Um, I I think that we've we together have gone through kind of a like a very um, a lot of changes within ourselves. What's neat to me, kind of from like a macro uh, perspective, is that like we've stayed close. Maybe not like communicating every single day by message, by like, you know, whatever means, right. but like it just always seems when I think about it, like we've, we've stayed that in that close spirit. Like I always feel like I can call you and we pick up where like we left off. Right. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Oh no. A hundred percent. And I think that's kind of why, I mean, I tell people all the time, um, I mean, it's not the only thing I talk about, but in if we're ever talking about like friends or anything like that, I always mention you as really my one solid friend that yeah. we don't need to be on the phone chatting every day. Yep. Um, it's very unique that it's lasted this long, especially with me. I'm a very <laughs> unique person, but um, I feel the same way about me, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's very rare that you can have that bond with someone that, you just pick up where you left off. And yeah. I think that says a lot about us mature wise. Yeah. Um, you don't, that's not what we need. We're both go getters. We're hard workers. We have so many goals that we want to accomplish. And I think one thing that I'll touch back on is I think the main driver of where I've been is I know that you're always behind me mm. no matter what. And mm. I think, it's not to the fact of you being just blind to what I'm doing, but like blind support. But I think you're genuine and who you are and the support you have for me, which is kind of given a lot of relief stress-wise because I know that we can talk about stuff and you're always on my side. Yep. Um, luckily, I haven't done too much stupid shit. In the past, but. <laughs> I've done a lot. So thank you for being there for me. I'm here for you. I, th I think that's in you know, one. I mean, I'm, I, I think I would love, love for you to come back for another. And I think, I think this actually may be a topic that I think deserves its own podcast. Right. But I think that we, so we, and I talked to Ames about this earlier too. I said, Pudge and I had like one falling out. And like, oh yeah, same thing. Like that. Like it just didn't. It still to this day doesn't sit right with me because I think that I was in a very, I think bad spot would be an okay thing to say. Is like I was in a really crappy kind of spot mentally, and I think I was I overextended myself for like a lot of reasons. And not to get deep into it now, but I'd love. I think that 
to provide a ton of value to maybe somebody that's yeah. gone through like shit with a buddy. I would love to dig that apart oh and like God. see your thoughts on it. And one, I mean, first of all, one apologize for it, uh, which I will do right now, and I apologize for that. I mean, we, oh, we probably same- didn't we probably didn't talk for like six months. Yeah, six months to a, a year. Yeah, and that was that's the one thing I regret with yeah. our fourteen years as friends like that's what i constantly think about that yeah. and i know Isn't that crazy it's like i know where i was when i blew up i knew physically and mentally where i was yeah and it's like i've always felt that awkward to a sense like yeah. of what we went through but i know that you don't hold it against no, me and i no. know you don't think i hold it against you it was no. just I almost break. hold it against myself. Right. More, and maybe that's what I'm kind of getting from you as well. Like, we just, I think we're beating ourselves up about it. Correct. But I think that, like, from like a, like I said, from a value perspective, I think that, like, if we dissected that, because I barely even remember it now, like, what the details were, which I think, like, if you talked about it, I talked about it, you talked about it, I talked about it, we'd probably piece together a lot of details where we'd be like, oh my God, like, there's, there's maybe some takeaways somebody could, like, right. Maybe avoid it. Maybe yeah. one person avoids that friendship and keeps that friendship for their life and is supportive of one another and they like do great things. Right. That's worth it, man. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So I'd love to. I mean, selfishly, I talked to um, Ames about it and I'm like, I, I almost just want you to come back and hang out again. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm game. I said it. I was like, you know what? I'd love to dig into yeah. it and like see what we, you know, what what happened, you know? And I, th- I think it was. I was in, I, not to get too deep into it because I think people are like, huh? Um, but we did. We, and I think that's natural to go into as well. It's like we were growing and we had those rough parts. Right. But like we came out the other end of it. Because um, I think at the end of the day, it was more about me and how unhappy I was with me than I was unhappy with you. You know what I mean? I do. Isn't it crazy? It's, but it's unique too because everything... I'm not just saying this, but everything that you're feeling, that's exactly yeah. how I... And we kind of, in a sense, didn't really clear it up. We yeah. just kind of buried it yeah. and just kind of pushed through it. It's one of the things I hate about my past is yeah. that like, that's been the the pattern in my family is be like, no, nah, we're good. Like, no, yeah. no, 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 we don't, we don't need to talk about it. We're good. And, but, but really, I think we do. I agree. I think we do. I think I... And... I, I do, and, and it's it's one of those things that, like, at the end of my life, when I look back on it, I'd be like, damn, I, I, I should have talked to him about that. Right. So I'm glad that we're going to be able to do that yeah, if, you're, if you're up for that. Yeah, just pizza again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we keep it simple around here. But I'd love to do that. Yeah, in-game. Um, it's worth it. Because I think you. that will also help get past that. I, yeah. Not like we're holding it again. Right, right, right. I think right. it's we're wanting to kind of – settle that yeah to keep and where we're figure at it out. like yeah. what what happened like what happened where were we at that point I, I i'm into it and i think i think too if we could settle that and be okay with it and then help somebody right i mean that's cool i'm game i'm in thank you all right i appreciate that that'd be Easy. fun um it's <laughs> now I'm totally off track now. I mean, we're eight minutes in. I think we're done. I'll see you in a month. <laughs> but um, no, I, I, I mean, I'm very, very excited to just be on this. And when I think about your life, I do. I, I, I think back on our relationship and I remember certain things. And I think when you joined the military and did that, it was such a like honorable step. Um, and, I think I had the same hesitations as your family. Almost right. like I knew it was the right thing for you and it was going to literally set you up for life. And I knew it was an honorable step. And then you almost were like, damn, this dude is legit. And you almost, from my, very honestly speaking, like, oh man, like, and I think it's one of the cool things apart about our relationship is that like, it almost made me in that in that time and I remember being in my sitting on my bed in Malden looking out the window I remember exactly where I was which is weird it's like it's only a few times in your life you remember that yeah like it almost pushed me to be like what are you doing what are you doing in your life this guy's literally laying it on the line 
taking a step forward, what are you doing? I mean, that like, isn't that what your whole life is like? Right. You know, it's like if I could do that for one person. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And you did that. Like, I mean, to be fair, I don't know if I've ever shared that with you. No. I don't, maybe not in that, you know, like I was like, oh, I'm proud of you. I'm, you know, but like that, that was the cool part about our, our relationship is that like you did that without the, like the ego challenge. Right. It wasn't like I'm degrading you. It was I'm doing, I'm bettering myself. Like, dude, come along. Like, I see more for you. Bring it up. Like, bring it up. And it's crazy because I think I looked at, and maybe we were just kind of going back and forth with each other because I always looked at you and, like, all the different kind of opportunities you took and the risks that you went out on. I was like, I can't do that, but I can do this. So, like, I always felt like I needed to challenge myself. Like, you were challenging yourself. So, it's interesting hearing that side of it from you. Because I went in with a different mindset and what I wanted to get out of the military. And I think, um, in the end, I was definitely... I think leaving when I did was the appropriate thing. Because... It was just, that was, I hit a point where I was like, all right, now I need to get back with family. I need my kids to be with their family. And, um, you traveled all over too. Yeah. And how long were you totally in? So I was active for eight and a half years and now I'm in the reserves, but it's a little bit safer with And you that. traveled to what parts of the country? So first. In, and abroad? Yeah. So first assignment, uh, was <laughs> Korea for a year, South Korea. And then, um, actually came back. That, the two months before I shifted over to my next assignment and that's when Michelle and I got married Yep. and then went back to Korea finished that out for two months and then I went to Washington State for three years wow um, that was three years you were there? that was three years no kidding yeah no. so deployed to Iraq once um, then went over to Kuwait for a month and then went back home finished that seven month deployment up in uh the Middle East, and then uh, for the last four years, I was down in D.C. at the Pentagon, and I was like, "All right, this is this is a great opportunity." I was I didn't have to go back to a ship or a squadron, so I wasn't deploying. This was a good opportunity for me to come back home and kind of leave that chapter yep. of my life. Yeah, I'm glad I did because it's a lot. I feel like the bond with my family is a lot stronger now. I mean, that's such a test to be, to be literally not there. Correct. But I think it's such a, it's, it's an interesting uh, thing for me. And I remember it's, it's funny because before you went into the military, I remember at Franklin Pierce, we walked to lunch one day or dinner and they had the booth. Remember they had the booth in there and you went to it. You stopped there and you got like the lanyard from there, like the little key strap. Yeah, I just needed a key strap. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember you saying, like, right. I remember you saying, like, my grandfather was in, it was in, uh, was with Navy, Navy as yeah. well, and it like it was just such a unique thing for me. Same thing, it stuck with me. I feel like it was a cold, like, afternoon, and I remember you stopping at the booth, and I mean, it was such a cool thing, and that was, uh, oh, we got an update. Um, but I remember that that was so that was probably three four years prior to you signing up, right? But it was planted in your brain that like maybe that was something that you you knew because the, the whole thing of like I'm big on the backup plans. Yeah. Um. That not saying the military is like the last resort, but it's a great opportunity if you're not sure what you want to do. Yeah. You're getting so much out of it. Um. And you learn so much about yourself. Yeah. And I don't think I would have that growth um, that I've had without that part of my life. Um, and my marriage is unbelievably strong. Yeah. And um, seeing some other individuals, unfortunately, struggle with being away from their spouse and things not working out. Seeing how supportive Michelle was yeah. and my family... Um, that helped get me through deployments and time away from my family. And I realized that 
if we can go through eight and a half years of military with me moving around the country and being deployed and stuff, we're going to get through anything. I think, I mean, I'd be, and I'm just trying to hook you for January, (laughs) (laughs) but I would love to, love to, love to, love to talk to you about relationships as well. I mean, we've been, I feel like we both been to really kind of, uh, different things yeah over the past few years and i think that would be super interesting as well that's another three hour podcast that's yeah exactly <laughs> i think we're gonna need some some serious time um but you know what's neat too is like you've done some incredible one thing that about about you is that like your mind your mind is strong and your mind then tells your body to do different things like you ran a marathon and a half marathon. You've done some incredible things over the past few years as well. That Said like the Boston Marathon finisher. Well, I mean, but <laughs> yeah, but like you know, it's same thing. Yeah. Like that's a credit to like to your to your mind. I think that that goes back to what we said in the earlier segment. Is like it, the mind is such a powerful thing. Like you signed up for that marathon and you ran a marathon and you trained for it. And then you right. also, didn't you do half too? You, I've done um, about three or four halves. And yep. then um, I realized marathons are not something you should run if you have a job <laughs> or a family. A life in yeah, general exactly. outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the big Which thing, one was that? Which one did you that run? That was the Seattle. Seattle you ran. for Full marathon. Yeah, for yep. Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. That's team right. Team in training. So um, again... A lot of my training, I was with other people that were going for that cause. And um, my grandfather passed away with uh, leukemia. So um, that I was like, all right, I know what other people are going through. I can get through these 26.2 miles. It's super interesting to me, man. It's super interesting to me that you have that gear in you. Where, like, where, because I think the military is like that, where you almost self sacrifice. Where you almost go, I know what somebody else did. I'm going to represent them. And I almost got that from like our friendship anyway. Right. And we almost had that vibe a little bit where like we, and we joked around with it when like, remember Robin Big, uh, oh, Robin yeah. Big was like a big yeah. show of like the security and stuff like that. I almost felt yeah, like. Why was I always security? <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's like a natural gear for yeah. you. Like you're when you're in that line of service and you know what you're fighting for, like you're almost capable of anything. That's not just me. I think that's throughout the military. Obviously, there are some people that don't have that. But I think that's a tool that I picked up is like looking at the bigger picture and taking yourself out of it because um, it wasn't about me finishing that line. Um I don't do cocaine, but <laughs> get into the, the marathon line. line. Yeah. yeah, but I, I had you. my grandfather. Um, yeah, that I'm doing it for him on my shirt the whole time. So, yep. Whenever I felt like I was gonna give up, I yep. just looked down. Um, and seeing other people struggle through the race, and I did not finish it in record time, but I knew it, if I can finish it, that was an item off my bucket list. Yeah. And I did it for a cause. If I don't run another marathon, yep. I know I did it for the right reasons. I did it for the right organization. Yep. And I walked away being extremely proud. And what was the cause you ran for again? It was Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Shout so team and training. Yeah, definitely shout, shout out, out to, to them. them. And they are nationwide thing. Oh, yeah. So you can run almost any major marathon with it? Um, They, they have select ones. I think it based on... Um, like your region or whatever, but gotcha. I I was turned on to it by my father because he ran the Honolulu Marathon oh, no a couple way. different Did he times. Really? Oh yeah, I didn't know that. So when I was out in Hawaii, um, you lived there for a little while. Uh, yeah, so off bizarre. And on. There's there's February. We just booked February. <laughs> <laughs> the places we've lived. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have. I mean, this is. <laughs> but I used to run with him. I'd meet him at like the twenty mile mark. I'd run for like no three miles or something with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were going to run uh, the Ireland marathon. Because no you raise the money and then they 100% goes back to the the organization and they provide for the families. No kidding. So yeah, it's really? pretty amazing. Um, so I was excited. And then I ran the 
D- down in DC, I yeah. ran the St. Jude yep. um, half marathon. I remember that. So that was unbelievable as well. So I was You've glad. done a lot, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm big into like giving back to those people because. And you're it sucks. not like you're not a marathon. I mean, for any because people are gonna hear your voice and not know what you. It's not like Google you're, me. It's not. It's not <laughs> like you're a buck twenty no. and like striding like a gazelle. Hell no. It's it's it's, it's a very un, It's it's interesting to me because it's it's. Like it's it's symbolic of being like you know what I put my mind to something I made a decision right. I'm going to do it. And just, there's no awesome. I mean, if you're passionate about whatever you do, you're gonna figure out a way to do it. I mean, I was sore for like two weeks after I finished that marathon. Yeah. But again, you put it into into perspective, and it changes everything. Yeah. I mean, even when. I was down in D.C. I'm like, what am I complaining about? Like, people are over in Afghanistan or wherever deployed across the world that are away from their families. I get to go home every night, be with my family, and you just got to keep it in perspective. Everyone's day sucks sometimes or more than sometimes, depending upon what you're going through. But I think if you can kind of put it in perspective, it can really open up what you're really going through i would you know what i mean i personally i think i think you're a very inspiring dude and if somebody if somebody and who knows what this is going to be in the future but if somebody listens to this and they're like you know what i'd like i'd actually like to reach out to him is there a way that like you would encourage maybe somebody to reach out to you yeah they can shoot me an email go on my instagram um what's your instagram oem studios oem studios okay so um i'm it has a bunch of my photography on there. Um, but my email, um, can we post email on? I think we can. On the, we'll say it anyway, just right. in case. P-I-G-N-O-N-E-D at gmail.com. Pignoni D at, at gmail. At gmail.com. No Yahoo. No Only Yahoo. Gmail. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm into it because I think, I think that whatever, when this gets traction, I think people are going to be interested in, well, in that's one of the things that I've looked up in you is is like, I think that's the natural progression that I see has attracted me to you has been like, that's a support system. Right. And I know that you're going to be a, a no BS kind of guy that's going to tell me and be there in support. Always. So uh, I think that's good. Email one more time. P-I-G-N-O-N-E-D at gmail.com. Pignoni D at gmail.com. At gmail.com. And then on Instagram. OEM Studios. OEM Studios. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if I can help one person, I think that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, I don't tote myself as anyone that can give out amazing advice, but if I can kind of put stuff that I've gone through. I. I- in- I'm sorry. I mean, I just think you're like a student during the process, which is super, you're almost more scary to people because you are a student during the evolution of you. That's what I think is like very exciting for me. Well, I is appreciate that, like, that. Everything. So I want to segue because I can't believe we're already 24 minutes into this. This is like, this is bizarre. It's, it's going by very fast. I, I mean, agree. What? What's next for you, man? Like, I mean, and you know, it could be goals. It could be evolution. It could be whatever. But like, you've done so much to 35 years old. You've literally, you could, somebody could look back on your life and be like, that was a full life and pass away and probably be like, I'm good. I'm good. I did a lot. I served my country. I had kids. I had a great wife and I was very supportive husband and father and I was a good friend uh, and I gave back and I did all these different things and and like I checked a lot of boxes. But dude, you're only 35. I know. I don't think there's enough that you can like, there's so much stuff I want to do. Yeah. Um, And I think being able to financially get to where I want to be to give back to organizations and support and volunteer however I can. Um, I love just being able to put things in my basket of experiences. Yeah. Um, I think the next thing for me is kind of get into that corporate job and kind of show them what they've 
gotten themselves into and kind of see show them like what type of employee I'm going to be and kind of my work my way up through that company because I think their um their relationship to their employees is amazing. Yep. So I want to be a part of that 100%. Yep. So getting to that um hitting the numbers I need to to meet the max potential income that I can with them. Yep. And then just travel. Yep. And give my kids a lot of the experiences that I was lucky enough to go through through high school and college and everything and I think that's the focus Michelle and I both have is just traveling because yep. we've kind of gone where the government has told us to go and now we want to have we have that option to go wherever. Yep. It's just we need to save for it and do it the right way um and we just put the deposit down for evelyn to go to costa rica nice sophomore year so there's a lot of stuff i want to kind of i've given to my country i've given to the workforce i want to now give back to my kids and give them 100 percent of me because a lot of it has been missed with me being in the being military yeah. yeah what do you <clears throat> you so uh, what I've heard from this, and I could be wrong, the kind of next step with a career too, like as far as that kind of next opportunity, why just digging a little sure. deeper into that, if if you have it, what what about that opportunity excites you? Not knowing. Um, it's a new adventure. Yeah. Meaning. I mean, I was only in the corp. I was in like the corporate civilian workforce for a year give or take. Um, and I had a horrible experience with that. Yep. I want to be able to now see what it, a real job is like in the yep. civilian world. And I might be rare with what company I just got involved with, but I think I'm going to take advantage of that 100% and yep. appreciate um, my contact that kind of put my resume out there. Yep. Um, and just kind of show that individual like, what they stuck their neck out yep. for. Um, and it's a huge experience, like being able to, and it's a challenge because it's completely different than the military. So it will be an interesting mind shift. I can't say sir or ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> they get very upset. Yeah. What, uh, when you, so we'll go super macro here. Sure. You're now starting to get to the point in your life where like you made it like you don't need to prove anything to anybody i don't see or or maybe you do or i mean yeah. that's an actually that's that's an insight right there too i assume that but is there something or maybe it's to you to yourself what what do you feel like you need to prove to anybody or is it now not anybody but it's i want to fulfill me yeah i think it's more because I don't think I made it at all. Nice. Um, Love. That's, I mean, can we like flag this for somebody? <laughs> Bam. So, yeah, I, like honestly. Tell I me feel... what, one step further. What do you mean by that? Why don't you feel like you've made it? I just don't think. I didn't. I don't have that aha. Like this is when I think I made it. That's like, I don't think I'll ever have that feeling because there's always something else I want to do or some some other personality that I want to interact with or just as a whole I don't I think once you feel like you made it what's after that <laughs> like so flag it flag that that that's it man yeah I, I think that you know what's cool about that is I think that you're super in touch I, th I think you're very self-aware and i think that like your ideal self is so grand not in a not in a intimidating way but i think it's in such a it's a good way that it's literally going to push you right. until you can't physically do it anymore 80s 90s oh yeah and then you're going to be like that's it. I did it. Yeah. I did. And you're literally going to be that 80, 90, 100 year old that's going to be 
okay with where their situation is right. because until that time, you're going to push and push and push and push and learn and learn and learn. And that goes back to like what we said earlier. You're just so in the moment, aware, evolving, offering yourself for service that like, I just see that upward spiral with you. And the only thing that's going to take that from you is your human. Right. Is that like eventually, honestly, like your energy is going to run out. Yeah. But until that time for the next 40, 50 years, you're going to evolve and evolve and evolve. I just see that with you. I don't see any stopping. I just see like checkpoints, checkpoint, checkpoint, checkpoint. And that that's kind of my mentality is I look at stuff as checkpoints or kind of the stage to get to the next part of it or um, – because, yeah, I just – I don't know. I've always felt like having a backup plan was my safety net, yeah. but driving forward and always looking for other opportunities to either experience or whatever um, is going to keep me from having that I made it moment. Do you think that having that safety net allows you to... It, or even that thought that you have a safety net has allowed you to then take chances in your next ad, next adventure. I think the yes, I think it wasn't a major safety net, but it was peace of mind safety net. <laughs> it was maybe an allure of a of a safety yeah, net. Exactly. Maybe it was a yeah. safety net. Some random thought that yeah. it was a safety net. You're like but... I got twenty bucks in the in the savings account. I'm good. I mean that's fine. I play the lottery. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think. And knowing that nothing's permanent. Like, if I mess up, that's just another opportunity for me to know, yeah. don't go down that road. Yep. Or ch- I, I might have done something wrong that brought me to that result. So yeah. I think just not feeling discouraged if something doesn't go your way. Yeah. Because school didn't go my way. Yep. But I found ways to mm. kind of move to a, a better life for not only myself but my family. That's interesting to me too is what about like for you and for me I think that I think we bonded over that a little bit as well like we knew school wasn't the ecosystem we wanted to right. be in but we knew it was a box we needed to check Correct what is that do you feel like you needed to you needed to do that, but then you also knew that you were then going to take off after that. Like yeah. it wasn't oh, yeah. a platform that you were going to then, it was just a, a box you needed to check. You had to kind of play within that ecosystem, but then you were going to bounce from that and then create your own success. hundred percent. And I remember having that conversation with you is like, it was like junior, senior year of college. And I was looking at going down to MMI down yeah. in Florida yes. for motorcycles. Yes. Um, yep. And I think we both came to the realization that May, for me, May 2007, that was just the start of now I can explore opportunities and try to go fail or succeed on stuff that I thought I wanted to do. Did you care about anybody's opinion during... And maybe this maybe different segments like high school, college, after college. Did you have anybody's maybe opinion or approval that you were kind of waiting on, relying oh, yeah. on? Really? Still to this day. Yeah. I think um if like my father, I think was a huge driving factor. Um I always wanted to impress him or make I always wanted him to be proud of me and I felt if I didn't go down that route i would that would have a bad relationship with how what we are like that father-son relationship i never wanted to break that um and i tried my hardest to i guess i suffered um along the way um because that's been strenuous oh yeah but d from an outsider's perspective i to be very honest with you I don't, I, feel, I don't know if these are the right words, but like, I think he's super proud of you. Oh, he is. Like, I think, like, yeah. it's, 
I almost think it's it's a weird thing, and I don't have children, so I, it's a weird thing for me to be in. But like, I almost think like somebody looks at you if I meaning like if I put myself as your father, I'd be like, damn, this kid is freaking good, and like he might be better than I am, and damn it. Right. But I'm super proud. Do you think that's going on or no? Or I think so. Like my photography school, he was not a hundred percent on that and I think even through the process um he just he was very old school yep uh I was up front with him uh the year before I was getting out of the military I was already looking at like opportunities to go back to school and photography was a huge hobby slash passion of mine and I did the math I knew that the benefits were going to allow me a housing allowance pay for school and in my mind, it was like, all right, I'm going to school. I'm learning for something I really love. And I'm making a salary that is, it was like 36000 a year. While going to school. While Getting going paid to school. To school. <laughs> Correct. So, and that's all I had to focus on was school. Right. Um, Which and, is very rare. Oh, yeah. And yep. Michelle was like, go, Do don't work, because just focus on school yep. and be done. Yep. Um, if you don't do it now, you're going to regret it. Yep. So, um, he was not very supportive of that. So that kind of frustrated me. Yep. Um, and he just, we really, we had a lot of conversations about like, he just didn't see it the way I did, which was fine. Um, again, it's that new old school type thing. And he was just looking out for me and trying to steer me the right course. So I think that was, um, where I kind of felt like I made my dad feel like I went the wrong, like I failed my dad, which I know I didn't. Um, I called him and I always talked to him for advice and stuff and I let him know, let him know about the job and he was extremely proud. So um, I've talked to Michelle about this too, is like imposter syndrome is like when you feel like you're not good enough. Yeah. And in reality you're like exceeding yeah uh expectations so i definitely have that um and i struggled applying for jobs i was like all right well they're not gonna hire me yeah like i'm not good enough for this while knowing you're overqualified for it and the it wasn't that i wasn't good enough for those companies it just wasn't a good match right um every job i interviewed for not to sound cocky, I got, but those were like sales based jobs and that wasn't what I really wanted to do and get yep. into a career with. So again, the support structure the support system of just wait, find a company you really want to work for, a job that you're gonna be happy with, and just knock the interview out of the park. Yep. And that's what happened. Do you feel beyond your father's any other Anything else you need to prove to anybody? I think financially, I think if I can get to a figure in my bank account, yeah, then there's still that. Yeah, there's still that, and I I don't want to discredit that because there is something to be said about that. I think we're getting to that point in our life now where we're starting to achieve things. If you've done it okay, right, you're starting to get to that point where you're going, eh. Money's not as important because you got some. Right. You know, and then you start, it's it's an interesting place. So you start to then have the privilege of being able to say, hmm, what else is there? Right. Beca- because you have the house, the little bit of savings, a little bit of equity, a for whatever your preferred method of, of savings is, go back to a safety net. It allows you that little bit of confidence to be like, hmm, I want to change jobs or I want right. to do something different. Well, so so that there's was, that. There's that was the safety net of having that some money in the bank account where I could take my time finding a job. Yeah. I wasn't jumping into something just for the money. So yep. that was huge. Yep. Because that's a reality. That's like a... 100%. I mean, not to say that it's super, super important, but it's one of the rules of the game. And that's where like when I started to study it early on when I got out of school... And I started to be a little more savvy with finances. Right. It was one of those things where people were like, oh, that's a little, you know, you're being a little crazy wanting to make this much and whatever. I'm like, yeah, but that's one of the rules of the game. Yeah. 
You know, it's like that, that's, that's a parameter that you have to, just like health is just like going to the gym and eating right. And like doing those things are like a reality as if like your body doesn't function well, you can't play the game as well, you know? So it's one of those things. So I get that. And I think with just being able to feel, because you don't have to be an asshole and have a lot of money. Yep. You can be the nicest person and have money. It just takes that stress off your shoulders to say, all right, I can breathe because I've been really screwed with money. Yep. Um, And I think... I go back with now feeling like I'm mature now because of the money. I'm having a better relationship with money. Yep. I'm not blowing stuff that I should be saving. Yep. I'm, I know where my money's going. And yeah, it takes work. And there's a lot of communication with my wife and I. And kind of, yeah, I'd love to buy that. But I'm going to wait till I have the cash to pay for it. Yep. And then it's mine. Yep. Um, little thing right now is like we we finally were able to like bring down our debt and we're giving ourselves a hundred dollars a month for allowance i'm saving up for stuff that i want to buy i pay for cash i don't have to worry about a monthly payment it sucks i've had a lot of monthly payments that i've had to pay (laughs) so it's just money really isn't everything it's just a tool tool. correct and it can be fun yep and kind of it can be overwhelming to say because you get really into it with the investing and the stock markets and stuff like that yep or where to put and it's a lot of information but i think if you have a strong system around you with advisors that have your best interest and they're not looking to pad their pocket yep it helps can be a big thing oh yeah do you so beyond those kind of few things any, I and I, I think we touched on it a little bit earlier, but like, and I think we said it about one of the other potential guests is like the lens that you're looking through. We were kind of mentioned it, like I wonder what lens he's looking through to right. like see how do you see the world right now. Yeah. And I pose that question to you is like, what? How do you look? Like you wake up in the morning. Like, what's your overwhelming lens that you're looking through? Are you, you know, is it like, uh, uh, life sucks. I gotta do it. I don't think it's that. No. But like, I'm just saying, you know, like, do you have a kind of lens that you're looking through that kind of sets your day tone or sets your month tone or anything like that? I don't, I think um, for the last six months, it's been a very fuzzy lens because it's been so out of control and not knowing yep um now that i know what that i got a job and that i have some money coming in yep eventually um that kind of clears my lens up and i had a lot of stress with getting that so now that that's off my shoulders i can offer more to my family so i'm more focused on them how did you know that was it though you just you just knew just because knew. you were like, you know what, money wise right now, this isn't exactly where it wants to be. This needs to be put up. How did you discover that? Say so that what do you mean? Like how did you then like if you're in a spot, say six months ago, and you're like you're starting to go through the process of being like my you're looking at your life and being like, hmm, this needs to kind of step up, like financial or something right. like that. How did that clarify for you? Do you do that just by like being aware of it like meditation or like you're just you just being aware of like your day-to-day circumstances unfortunately i can't meditate because i go <laughs> i go to sleep way too quick so um but does that make sense though sorry i don't know if no, that it, was a... i think a lot of it like i honestly felt like i took the largest breath when i got hired and that was like i Never thought that was possible. To so like, that was an overwhelming stress on yeah. you day to day. I don't have that formal thing. Every, so it kind of stuck out to you. Every okay. Every guy feels that they need to provide for yeah. their family. Yeah. They aren't complete unless they provide for their family. Financially, uh, mentally, emotionally, whatever. Yep. But that was the part where I saw my wife going to work every day. I'm at home. I'm submitting these applications, but nothing's coming back. Yeah. 
I'm helping out around the house. I'm taking that stress off Michelle and doing other things around the house to treat it like my job. But it was still like, what the hell am I doing? I don't feel like I'm contributing to the family. Cleaning dishes. Yes, that's contributing. But I think financially, we're not where we wanted to be. So that was a very... and then You felt like that was personalized for you. Correct. And that was nothing to do with Michelle. Yep. She was like, no, you're doing fantastic, whatever, you'll get it. Was you. It was you. It was internal. It wasn't from, gotcha, gotcha. So it's interesting. That helped clear up my line of sight. And then now I have an idea. I know what my value is because it was kind of like, all right, well, you have all this stuff, but no company is putting a number on you. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, you're saying all this fantastic stuff, but I'm not seeing anything in return. So. Yep. Then seeing that and knowing like there are companies out there that actually care um, was huge. So I think it's like night and day from that point to where I'm at now. And it's internally, internally, yeah. My stress levels, I feel like they're lower. Um, And yeah, I think it's just a great opportunity. I'm looking forward to the experience that's coming up ahead. Yeah. I'm excited about that. What do you do? Um, anything now that you're, as far as like health wise that you're focusing on or anything? I know we you like you've done a lot of different things. Yeah. Like we touched down before, like running and stuff like that. Anything that you're focusing on now for that? I think I was big into like the powerlifting when I was down in DC and getting my numbers up on that. And yep, um, obviously with my knees, my weight's been an issue. So I think just getting a routine yep. right now and it's going to mess it up a little bit with the job cuz working at work and everything and I have to adjust with that but I think routine is huge yep. so um yeah we'll see what when you and I think we may have touched on it like a tad bit earlier now that you you're where you're at say you know x amount of years from now like i said the power of the internet we're able to say these things to our later self right 70 80 year old pudge derek where you you can you can now literally listen to this that long in a go in in the future anything that you want to say to your to to your future self Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think, I don't know. Cause I think it goes back to like, I don't know what's ahead. I think I'm just looking back from where I'm at now to when I was younger and going forward. I think I'm just going to take the approach of accepting things that come my way good or bad and just kind of rolling with it and hopefully when i look back at 100 years of age i've kept that mentality and i'm not regretting that i held back on a potential opportunity because i was worried about the risk so i think hopefully when i get to that age i'm still operating with the same mentality that I'm going to accept everything as it comes, good or bad, and just roll with the punches. Yeah. What's neat is that you do. I mean, if you look back on your life now, like we touched on earlier too, it's it's all in the bank. Like somebody would look at your life and be like, that's a great life, not 30 years, 35 right. years, and which is really neat that you literally have more than double of that to go, you know, and that you've done all these different things. Like now it's all in the – it's all in the, it's all gravy from here right. on out. It's 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 great. Um, well, now the fun stuff comes. Now the fun stuff comes. Yeah, and that's what's cool. It's like you've you've clarified. I I think at the end of the day, it's you're you're very self aware. You're very honest with yourself. You seek counsel, and I think you're very you're very humble enough to respond to people's opinions, which I think is a very very good trait that many people don't have because of their own their ego blockage right. is like I can't ex- accept anybody else's input you've always 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 been able to seek feedback and process that feedback 
even in the moment, yeah. you've been okay with feedback. You've never gotten feedback and been ticked off. I don't. I can't remember that. I think that you've actually sought feedback and been able to digest it, and then maybe you didn't agree with it a hundred percent, rightfully so, because right. it's one other person's opinion. But I think you've been able to digest it and to to really kind of move on and then get better. Right. So I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the the future too, and. Uh, you know, like I said, it's been 35 years of your life. I've known you for, you know, from 21-ish to, to now. So yeah. only less than half of that time. And it's been such a cool ride. I'm pumped that you honestly agreed to do this and yeah, better I'd, agree to come back. I'd love to come back. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean it. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I think, I think a lot of our stories and a lot of our things that we've gone through can probably help a lot of people um, I, I really would. I'd like to dig into our one major argument, um, maybe next month or whatever yeah. in December or something like that. I'll I think come it back would. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, I, I mean, we are at fifty-one minutes. Yikes! Of the second, of the this second part, part of this <laughs> show. Oh my god! But uh, no, I, I am. I, I'm very, very fortunate that you're here. Very fortunate to have you as such a close friend. I mean, even when people ask me, like, oh, who's your best friends? It's like, it's literally you, Amy. Uh, you know, yeah. it's like, it's, it's a very elite two because it's just, it's it's very important at that top to have somebody that you can express yourself very raw Correct. to. And that, that's one that's one of the things that I really, when somebody asks me, oh, what's what draws you to that friendship? I'm like, he doesn't care whether I tell him the worst thing no. or the best thing. He's there for me in my corner. 100%. So, um, but you know, to wrap up the second part of this, uh, once again, I truly appreciate, uh, you being here. Thank you um, for having me. Such a, such a fan, such a, uh, super excited person to call you one of my best friends. Same here. And, uh, tell the folks again, one more time, if they want to reach out to you, what's the best way to get in touch with you, brother? Instagram OEM studios. Uh, you'll see a lot of my photography there. Uh, if you want to reach out, shoot me an email, uh, P I G. N-O-N-E-D at gmail.com. D at gmail.com. Uh, if you're going through anything um, or you have any questions, just give me a shout. I'll be more than willing to help you out, hopefully, if you trust me. <laughs> <laughs> nice, brother. Well, hey, we did it. Oh, yeah. We literally did it. We finally, after months and months of my procrastinating <laughs> and my, I put perfection in it. I'm like, I got to do it the right yeah. way. Well, you nailed uh, it. That was, that was, I was hiding behind that perfectionism hey. thing, but uh, no, super excited. I appreciate it. Podcast Thank number you. one. Done. Podcast number one. All right, brother. We're signing out. Signing out. Talk to you next time. Always. Peace.